0: Okay, welcome back to Snowbeam Podcast. This is your host, Gord Evan, and uh, co-hosting again today is Hel uh, Armstrong from uh, SnowTech and, uh, and uh, Time Machine's uh, uh, social media pages. So, Hal, how are you doing?
1: I'm uh, doing really good, uh, Gord. Uh, looking forward tonight to uh, talking to our four-time uh, world champion, uh, Blaine Stevenson.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, you know Hal, this is, becoming, this is becoming an annual thing for us. You know, talking to Blaine. Blaine now, it's uh, I mean, uh, he wins the he wins the uh, world championships. We give him a call. He talks about it. So here we are four times now. So uh, yeah. you know, quite a quite a feat. Um, yeah. So we look forward to talking to Blaine, and we're gonna have his uh, teammate on, Tom Olson, who finished second. And uh, interesting, to, we haven't talked to Tom before, but man, oh man, did he have a good race? He came through the pack. Uh, unbelievable uh, performance yeah, he- from Tom. So uh, interesting to talk to him. So yeah, uh, got,
1: uh, if Tom had gotten a good start uh, and we'll talk yeah. to him about that, uh, boy,
0: he would have, uh, Blaine would have had his hands full. I bet. I wonder if we'll have to ask Tom if he had anything for his teammate at, at the end there, because uh, he came right up uh, pretty close to Blaine on the last lap there. So a couple more laps. You don't know what could have happened. So um, um, so what are you working on for uh, Snow Tech these days? Yeah, for uh,
1: Snow Tech coming up, uh, you know, we've got our last issue coming out to Time Slides and uh, March issue. And uh, of course, we'll have all the, you know, uh, sneak peek stuff on the 2022 sleds. And uh, me personally, I've got uh, a great story coming out on the uh, 74 Chaparral Snow Pro. And uh, for people that uh, don't know the name Chaparral, they were one of the uh, the big manufacturers in the. in the late 60s uh, up to the mid 70s, and uh, they really were the first manufacturer to race uh, independent front suspension uh, going back as far as 72 73. And uh, then in 74, they did a turnaround and they dropped the IFS and they went with uh, super lightweight, liquid cooled uh, uh, race sled So, I've got a story on that, and uh, also working uh, on a story on uh, Yamaha's SRX uh, race sleds. That everybody, uh, you know, if you were running a Merck Snow Twister or a Yamaha SRX in '76, uh, '77, uh, you were uh, you you were on the right sled uh, uh, to take a lot of wins. So that that's what I got on the go. Uh, still waiting on my uh, matrix from Polaris. It's been uh, delayed um, with you know a lot of COVID-related uh, supply issues. I think a lot of people out there are, you know, probably chomping at the bit, uh, waiting for their sleds also. So, you know, uh, magazine people, we don't get any preferences and, uh, mine still isn't at the dealer. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of waiting for that baby to come.
0: Well, we got to thank, uh, uh, CKX, uh, uh gear. Uh, uh, they sent us, uh, uh the brand new, uh, uh, CKX mission helmets. Uh, so, um, I'll be looking forward to hearing what uh, you have to, you have to think about, uh, uh, the new mission helmet. I had one last year and it worked fantastic. It's a popular helmet, uh, uh by looking at all the forms this year. So hopefully uh, you can get out pretty soon and, uh, and try that new mission helmet out.
1: Yeah. The uh, helmet showed up, uh, this week and, uh, really, uh, you know, it's super lightweight. I mean, the thing looks like, uh, like a fighter pilot uh, helmet. And, uh, I, I, really like this, uh, uh, AMX uh, technology they've got where the uh, air is, the, the, you know, your breath is uh, diverted on both sides of your face, your chin, out the back to keep the, uh, uh, to keep the shield uh, clean. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to,
0: to giving that thing, uh, uh, spend some time with it this winter. Yeah, perfect. So, okay, let's get, let's give uh, Blaine a call. And then we'll uh, bring on uh, Tom Olson too. So uh, um. Let's get Blaine on here. Oh. Hey, Blaine, how you doing? It's Gord van. How, how's it going? Doing really good, Gord. How have you been? Act, excellent. Excellent. Okay, let's see if we can get your uh, your teammate on here. Tom? Good, good. Hey, Tom, how you doing?
2: Good. How about yourself?
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we got uh, Hal Armstrong on the line, too, and we got your, uh, your teammate Blaine on here. So uh, uh, great to have you both on. Um, so Blaine, um, it's becoming an annual thing here now with you, uh, calling you up after, uh, after a world championship win. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, yeah, there's another, another stellar weekend. Um, sled was prepped really well. Uh, I don't think any of us really expected the conditions that were to come, but, um, we had the, you know, we made a lot of adjustments, especially suspension wise throughout the weekend. Um, so having those, three lap sprints on Friday night actually wasn't too bad in that case, because we did make a lot of suspension changes in those, those couple races that we got to run. Um, but yeah, just a- adapting and, and sled unloaded fast as far as clutch setup. And, and uh, yeah, just good, good team yeah. effort. There. Excellent. Hell,
0: hell, you got a question for uh, Blaine to start us off? Well, just uh,
1: uh, Blaine, what a, what an amazing uh, run you had on Saturday. I mean, you, you 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 were, you know, obviously in the in the zone uh, right from start to finish. You uh you led and uh and uh so I don't know. Well I guess we'll get into it. I just the whole weekend I, I kinda wanted to start off with the Friday night uh that sweet sixteen and, and what your thoughts were and how that was run with doing the two sled shootout. Did you like that concept yeah, or no?
3: Um, I think it was it was definitely interesting. Um, made for, for a pretty good show, but I think it goes back to what the fans wanna see. Um, if if that's what our fans are telling us they want to see, uh, you know, we should we should go ahead for it. But um I applaud Derby Track and uh Woody's for, for trying something a little bit different. Um you know, and trying to, you know, showcase something in the sport and, and, and that kind of thing. So definitely something cool, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. tom tom what did you think of the uh the friday night race
2: yeah i can kind of second what blaine said i it was a good experience to try something different and kind of goes back to what all the fans want to see i mean that's what uh, all of us racers are there for is to put on a show for the fans and they're there to see us and they need to be able to be there to support the venues and support the sponsors so at the end of the day um we're we're good with whatever the fans want to see at the end of the day yeah
0: how are the conditions friday night uh the ice conditions and the weather conditions uh pretty decent
2: yeah i mean for the most part the the ice was a little soft so uh created a little bit of a what i would call like a slushy or snowy track um Mm -hmm. and the derby track did a great job with trying to keep the racing surface clean for us as much as possible. And as much as time allowed, Um, we just had to make adjustments and Dave and Dustin and the rest of the team just keeping the sleds uh, adjusted properly for the conditions and try to keep us as fast as possible all night long.
0: Yeah. Uh, I tried to get Dave, Dave wall to come on who I've, I've known for, Oh God, 30 years. Uh, kind of thing so i wanted him to come on i thought it was a great opportunity for him to, to jump on and uh and talk about uh building your sleds this year but he was busy tonight so we're i'm definitely going to get uh dave on again at another time because uh he's probably a full show in himself um so uh for the friday night race um blaine who did you go up against and uh and then tom who did you go up against and and how did how did that uh, how did those races uh, play out
3: Uh, Yeah, well, we started off in two heats of eight. Uh, They split the 16 drivers into two heats. So um, Tom and I both ran in the, I believe we were the second heat. So we were pretty dirty track and stuff. But um, so we both went one, two there. I drew Justin Peterson, the 39 X Cadu um, for our first round uh, between the eight drivers that moved on. And then, uh, my second round, I drew, I drew Stern, um, had to line up on the outside of him and I did not make it through that, to that semifinal there.
0: Mm-hmm. And Tom, how did you, how did, who did you line up against?
2: And then, yeah, with the first round of two, I had, uh, Dalton Fredrickson, um, from River Falls. He, he put on a good showing for me, uh, but I came out on top on that one and then, and I had Matt Gaty in the second round. Um I know that was a pretty close one with him. And we were fortunate enough to win that one as well and move on to the final round of two with Gunner and uh, just came up just a little bit short on that one and kind of put on the best showing we possibly could.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Hal, you got anything? Yeah. So uh, uh, guys, this is a question for both of you. I mean, with the uh, COVID uh, situation, basically uh and correct me if i'm wrong but eagle river was the first race of the year this year right
3: uh for the most part yep
1: yep so how did uh how did that affect as far as your uh training goes for the race and uh machine setup and uh you know just you know maybe just the butterflies in the stomach and everything going to the first race and it's like the big one that everybody wants to win you know in the season how did you uh how did you guys prepare? Were you guys like working together, practicing on the uh, practice track outside of wall brothers uh, most weekends leading up to it, or did you kind of train independently? I guess um, lane first. yeah no we're we're
3: we're independent on the training stuff uh, just because we live so far away, and then we each live a fair distance away from wall brothers too. Um, okay. so. I had I had more laps in this year than I've I've had ever really uh, to start a season, even with you know prior races. I think in 2019 we ran a ton of laps before, just our first year with walls, and there were quite a few races that we could go to and stuff. But uh, even last year with you know breaking out our new sled and and all that kind of stuff, this year we've uh, I, well we've I've been running my 2019 mod sled so it so still has the mod motor in it and and uh, all the stuff that goes goes along with that rules package um but just doing doing laps and and trying to build endurance that way with that sled uh which has been fun i think you know any day that you're out riding an oval sled is is a lot of fun and i enjoy it a lot but uh but then we we, we i was up on new year's weekend Testing with Dermont and my dad, uh, we tested the race sled at that point in time, and um, we didn't put a whole lot of laps on it. I uh, kind of knew how it was going to drive and, and how I wanted it to feel, and it was really, really, really close by the time we were done there, and and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I think I had a lot of nerves and and some anxiety build up over over the fall and into the winter. Yeah, I think over Eagle River more so than anywhere else. We just kind of go to Bozear Bo- Bo- to shake off rust and. And then, uh, usually we're pretty dang good by the time we get to the USSA races like Ironwood. Um, so you feel a little bit better about it going into like Eagle river, but once, once Eagle river week rolled around, I was, I was pretty calm. I was based on how it felt all fall. I I thought it was pretty, a very, very different feeling. So, um, yeah. And the end result was all good.
1: Uh, How about uh, you, Tom? Uh, And I'm just on your Facebook site here and, uh. You're kind of cut from the same cloth as uh, Gordon me here because I see you do Ironmans and you're big into cycling and running and stuff. And that's a big thing that we're, uh, we're into too. (laughs) I didn't know that about you. So you're obviously coming into this in pretty good shape.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had to, um, I had to definitely do a lot of training this summer, deciding to do uh, the Ironmans and triathlon stuff with my, one of my buddies. Um, So, you know, the whole swim, bike, run program was definitely a lot of my, a lot of my summer and just kind of kept me in shape, uh, just o- in the overall body shape. But, uh, when it kind of came to the fall here and the triathlon stuff was done, uh, definitely had to make sure I got myself into the gym for some weight training versus endurance training. And, you know, I only had about a, a month or so to try and get the strength training going that I typically would do for the race season. And then moving into, um, the race season just trying to get as many laps as possible i think was the goal this year without uh, having any races before eagle river Um, i ended up helping some vintage racing buddies with their vintage 440 sled and (laughs) was fortunate enough to do some laps with that and i think that was kind of my saving grace a little bit going into Eagle River was I was able to get some laps on that which is a little different to drive but getting laps on any sled was kind of the name of the game this year for me personally and then I ended up going up to Walls the weekend before Eagle River just for a couple of quick days just to kind of get familiarized again with the Champ Sled and the Formula 3 Sled and Dave, uh, Dave was pretty happy with the results of that and it was kind of time to go home and kind of turn back around and head for Eagle River at that point. So just kind of trying to do as much as we can on and off the track. And I kind of got a second blame on the, uh, the nerves. That was the biggest thing to shake off, you know, getting out on the track on Thursday a little bit at Eagle River. That was a lot of nerves and Friday was even more nerves and just kind of you forget some of those little things about breathing as you're going around the track and everything else. But by the time Sunday came around, I think it was kind of being back to normal. Um, and just kind of getting in that race mode mentally and physically. And at the end of the day, the result was good. And I wasn't all that tired cause I ran another 50 laps with the enduro sled as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, jeez. Okay. Gord. So, um, it looked, yeah, it, it looked like the the track was uh, deteriorating uh, quite a bit more than normal. I mean, uh, the, the inside line always gets pretty worn out at, at Eagle River, but uh, they had the vintage racing uh, a week the week before. Do you think that might have been too much for that track uh, in in such a short time? Um, I mean, it, it it didn't look very bumpy, but it, it def- definitely looked like everybody was kind of running them the middle line and up. Blaine, do you right. want to? Anything- Go ahead, Blaine. Yeah, um, yeah. I think definitely
3: the, you know, it's it's always a big co- topic of conversation. You know, why does Vintage run first? But uh, you got to remember that the guys that are supposed to come in the second weekend, they're supposed to be the professionals and best of the best. So I think us handling a rough track on on week two is fine. Um, it can, can be tough on equipment, and especially this year, I, I I know it. You know, it may not look the roughest on TV, but you get those those sleds with you know just three inches of travel and and uh going down that bumpy front stretch and into the corners there's there's a lot of bumps out there so um but yeah i think you know with the weather that the derby had and the situation that everybody's in with the pandemic and you know any track was going to be good enough for us we're we're just happy to be out there
0: yeah thankful for that uh so um Blaine, it looked, I, I, I didn't see the whole race. Hal did. I just seen the, the, the recaps. Um, but it looked like, uh, Blaine, you were running mid track almost the whole race and Tom, um, you were, you were, uh, you're just about passing anywhere. Um, cause I gotta tell you, Tom, that, that was one hell of a, a, a come to the front, uh, uh, race he had there. Uh, so congrats on that. I mean, um, what do you what do you think? Uh, maybe we can mute uh, uh, Blaine, but uh, do you think you had anything for him at the last lap, last couple laps?
2: I'd like to think that uh, if there was a handful more laps left, <laughs> I would have been able to been able to catch him. Get to, get I to, was yeah. Uh, yeah. definitely definitely running a lot different line, uh, Dave. I I got to give him a, a lot or all the credit there. He uh, kind of was. I ended up the track there before the WC and we talked a lot before we started, started the race. And I ran a very different line or lines than then than anybody else on the track. And that really, uh, saved our equipment for the end and kind of gave us a lot of opportunities to pass everybody. Um, but I mean, that was, that, that was the plan and that was the goal and we kind of executed it and more than thrilled with the end result. Um, but yeah, of course we we gotta say well we would have something for Blaine at the end. Just needed a few more laps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Did uh did you did you lose any carbide uh, uh the last couple laps there because it looked like you were going in the dirt there, uh the last few laps uh, making the, your final passes uh for fourth and
2: third. Yep. Yep. There was uh we were starting to hit a little bit of lap uh, sleds so I kind of was forced to go through the dirt a couple of times. Um, I'd say really, I, I still had carbide, I'd say about lap 15 to 20 or so, but then it was that last handful of laps where I was kind of forced, uh, one way or the other, um, with the lap sleds and kind of started losing it there towards the end. And I figured that that was going to happen. So it's kind of what we planned for.
0: Yeah. Um, how, how are your sleds compared to each other? Are they, are they pretty much identical, uh, um are, are, tom did you have a new sled too
2: this year um so my sled is tom, uh, uh, still from dustin's uh from a couple of years ago so it's the same sled we've been running the last few years and and uh, oh. t- it's just a little bit different than blaine's but uh, overall they're very very similar and we kind of both have different riding styles and different ways that we like the sled setups so they they are a little bit different because we're a little bit unique from each other and uh, but no it works really well and we're happy with it and it's uh it's been a fast sled so we're going to continue to run it
0: yeah so you had a you had a bad start uh what happened there
2: um i was more concerned about not running through the dirt uh so blaine and i were actually just kind of talking about that as I maybe should have been a little more aggressive on the start, but uh, I, the goal was not to run through the dirt and just the way my sled was going with others around me as I was heading for the dirt. So I was kind of letting up a little bit so I didn't run through the dirt in turns one and two and three and four on the first lap. And then after that, I kind of got settled in and could run the line that I wanted to run and was planning to run just to preserve stuff for the end. Yeah.
1: Hal? Yeah, just... Uh, for uh for both of you guys. Um uh, what was your lap times like uh uh this year uh blank compared to I don't know if you know off the top of your head, uh compared to the last couple of years. Were they similar or faster or any idea? You know?
3: Yeah. Um our time trial time was, was about a second off of what we were last year, so about a half second a lap. Um and we figured it was just because of ice conditions and, and everything. Um when my time was posted, I was pretty disappointed, and I thought thought that I'd left some out there, and I still do, but um, I, we kind of think that that's what the track had in it, too. Our, our top speeds weren't really as high as they have been in the past, and that just stems from a rough track and soft ice. And Eagle River, yeah. they, they usually start with the banks very far in. And you, you get to almost, you know, those two last light poles um that's where it'll basically start on vintage weekend and then they'll work their way out from there so uh along so along the you, you know the rest of the weekend they keep pushing it out and out and out so we'll see lap times change a lot during the weekend but i thought on friday night our you know we were running what was it 18.4s 18.5s that we may have hit an 18.2 once or twice but uh, so it's, it's fairly normal when it got cold.
1: Okay. Um, so I guess everybody, you know, we were, we were all looking at, uh, Gunnar Stern was going to, you know, probably was between the two of you was probably the, you know, the, the next guy that was going to really, you know, be pressuring for the win. And, uh, and he was looked like for the first seven or eight laps, he was like all over your, your tail end, uh, lane. And then, uh, it looked like once you started getting into lap traffic, he, he kind of, maybe he got caught behind somebody and he couldn't make it up. And then, um, and then, you know, uh, Tom, you ended up catching him after you passed Matt Goldie. So what what's, uh, did you talk to Gunner after with his sled? Like what was, uh, did he have any mechanical issues or anything? Or was it just a carbide traction thing going off?
3: I I did not talk to him. No, um, I, I did read in the Snow Gore thing that he he lost carbide about yeah about when we were getting the lap traffic. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, um, I guess the next uh, question I got for you, for both you guys is the competition this year compared to last year. I mean, the big change was uh, you know, you didn't have a lot of it while well, you hadn't. No Canadian uh, champ racers down running, and uh, and of course with uh, Nick I'm not racing this year. So, how did you feel the competition was this year? Um, um, I think there was a couple of new names out there, but you know, overall, was it uh, was it as challenging this year as it's been in the past, as far as uh, driver level and sleds?
3: Uh, Tom or Blaine, I guess.
1: I guess I'll have Blaine first. Um. Yeah, I thought. You know,
3: I I think we're definitely missing some really top guys, but I also think that this is gonna, you know, this showing of, of the guys who qualified is really gonna, you know, you're really gonna get a lot of depth in the next few years in, in this champ class. Um, you have guys, you know, like Griffin LePack, um, Dalton Fredrickson, Brent Miller, even making the show. Um, I thought Matt Bennett was very fast all weekend. I thought. Um, Jake Barris on the 23 was fast all weekend. So you have a lot of guys that that you know have a lot of talent and their sleds are, are pretty dang good. They they were able to excel or excel here. Um, and at the same time, you know you you are questioning where would you know where would a guy like uh, like Travis McDonald and Colt Delandria um, Sabrina where would she be at? I know Danic Lambert was going to be quick. Uh, Steven, uh, Philippe jason lavalli you know we're we're missing a lot of guys too so but i do think that with with those guys not being there you you are showcasing the the future of the class a little bit and how how much depth there is i know calvin cook too he he didn't want to enter the wc class but he ran a dang good pro light final on on sunday so there's gonna be some some really fast sleds for a lot of years
1: that's great. So the future, uh, the up and comers, it's, it's looking, uh, it, it's, uh, it's looking good. And then with the the formula three sleds, Tom, tell us about, uh, about your weekend on that. machine.
2: Yeah. With the formula three sled, um, that, that thing's always been fast and handled well and Dave and Dustin and uh, the rest of the guys at the shop did a great job with building that thing last year. And, kind of being race ready right away um this weekend we ended up qualifying second in uh, time trials on friday night we finished uh first there ahead of the pack um and then on sunday we came up just a little bit short um of gunner winning that one on sunday Uh, but overall i mean the sled was really good we just kind of missed a few small things on sunday and just a couple of, uh, driving challenges with the track and whatnot. Uh, but overall we still know we got a fast sled and, uh, hopefully it's the fastest one out there and just got to throw a big shout out. Thank you to the Myra guys. Uh, uh, you know, Gunner and I would not have had a class or a very fun class to be racing in without those guys coming to Eagle river this year. And even last year too. Um, it's, it's awesome to have all the Myra racing guys there, I think there was about six of those that came over to make uh, a class of eight for us all weekend long. So that was fantastic to have those guys there.
0: Yeah, uh, nice, uh, nice, uh, nice, uh, nice that to, to have uh, the different uh, uh, competition. How, how, how do you like the enduro racing? Uh, um you, you, you do, do you have a, a preference? Uh, um, you know, the longer races versus the shorter races,
2: Tom. I'd say I really don't have too much of a preference. I I, I really enjoy both of them. Um, you know, both of them have their advantages and disadvantages. Uh, I I really did like running the enduro race. I had an awesome opportunity um, from Schwartz Racing there, the number seventy-two sled. They had a they had a rocket of a sled, and uh, just me being on it the first time presented some challenges. And obviously being on it for the first time. It, made quite a few mistakes but um you know at the end of the day i i really loved the opportunity and uh the sled was awesome and just uh you know it was a lot of fun out, out there it was a lot different than driving the champ or the f3 sled uh, uh but it was it was a lot of fun and i did it last year too i did the whole 100 laps like last march with a sled that really isn't built to do that and that wasn't all that bad and just kind of have a lot of fun doing it so any opportunity I, I have to do it, I will, but, uh, kind of the champ racing and the sprints, uh, kind of our priority right now.
1: Yeah. So you might, yeah. a word to, you might be yeah. the next, cool. uh, you might be the next, uh, John wick, uh, you know, the, to go to the, the Sioux I 500 and do the whole 500 laps per mile.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if there was a sled that could do it, I, w- I would, uh, I would probably definitely try and do that. I have the drive to try and do that. So not, I never even I, thought about that now until you said that. So maybe that's yeah. a challenge. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, Blaine,
0: Blaine, um, you, uh, I, I got to hand it to you. Uh, both you guys, you, uh, you had amazing looking sleds this year. Uh, the, uh, the anniversary sleds, they looked amazing. So uh, kudos to that. I mean, uh, nice job on that. Uh, they look fantastic. So Blaine, um your sled your sled this year, um can you kind of tell us what the, uh, little changes you made uh to your twenty twenty one sled? Uh yeah, not
3: not a whole lot not a whole lot was different from last year. Um same same chassis as last year, same engine as last year. Um we we have uh I think Durmont got a new set of pipes for it. Um that are a little bit stronger from Greg at Trackside. so we're happy to see a little bit of a gain there. And, and then, uh, you know, what with working with Walker Evans, we got a new shock package an upgraded package this year that, um, I was able to make some adjustments and felt like they really helped, uh, to start there. So can't thank those guys. And yeah. Walker's right out of the, right out of the players race shop. So we work closely with Ben Hayes, uh, works right with Tom Jr. Uh, right out of the Wausau race shop. So it's, it's really good to have that kind of help on board and, but other than that, it's it's
0: what it was last
3: year. Yeah,
0: those those shocks are they custom made, uh, um, like uh, specifically for uh, your champs sled, or do, like do they work on anything else? Yep, so
3: they are they're pretty custom. Um, they're real close to the Velocity series shocks that like the snowcross guys are running. Um, also, the ones that will come, you know, they come stock on the vr1 indies that come straight out of factory from flares so um so they're really close to that Uh, we have we have adjustments that we can make that are you know way beyond what we had had, even five six years ago myself i know walls have been dealing with um, different companies here and there but uh, we've seemed to find the most success with with the lockers and and, uh, but yeah, they're just, they're sized to be, to be what we need. So we don't run a whole lot of travel and, um, yeah, we keep getting better with, with our shock package, which is really encouraging.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned, uh, your, uh, your, your lap times this year and, uh, you were a little bit off them last year. Um, do, do you think maybe, uh, you were off just those, you know, hundreds to two hundreds of, a of a second just because you didn't, uh. Uh, run those kind of pre-races uh, before Eagle River and, and got those little bit, uh, little bit extra, you know, seconds, uh, hundreds uh, out of your sleds for Eagle River. Uh,
3: I don't, I don't think so. Um, I just think that's what the track had in it. I, you know, from from qualifying, um, my guess is, you know, left left two two three tenths out there, so a quarter second a lap, so. We probably could have been, because we ran thirty six five the year before. We ran thirty five six, so I think at best it would have had, you know, two eighteen flats in it, which, uh, you know, at at thirty six five we're running eighteen two fifty for lap times. Um, so yeah, we've in the past we've seen sub eighteen second laps, and just just uh, I just don't think the track had it in it
0: yeah yeah uh hal
1: just uh for the uh the, the listener out on listening to this in their car and that like what kind of what kind of speeds are you guys hitting coming into those corners right now in the last couple of years do you think
3: um i think this year
1: on our data
3: systems we're seeing 92 to i don't know i saw 93 once i and tom can confirm or deny that um but I think usually, yeah, usually we'll touch 94, maybe 95 on a good year with hard ice and the right, you know, the right air and motors putting out good power. Yeah. But you got to really slow down for those corners. So it makes it tough. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, <laughs> uh, Blaine, this was, uh, this, you know, leading up to this race, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of hoopla with Mike Trapp and his 50th anniversary, you know, the, the what was called the greatest race of, uh, with uh Yvonne Duhamel um did you get to talk to Mike did Mike talk to you at all uh before the race and uh um you know uh, kind of just chat a little bit about I mean you you know what you were going for four in a row I mean it's unprecedented it was a, you know it was a kudos to you and and also to your to your your team and your, your parents and everything for making that sled hang together for 25 laps it was amazing but uh did you get to talk to Mike at all over the weekend
3: no, I didn't. Um, I did. I wanted to be the first one out when we were doing the parade lap. I, I got to shake Mike's hand, but um, face-to-face conversation, I, I did not get the opportunity. I think you know, he's busy with uh, with the show that they're doing there, and we were busy with
0: with the race and stuff. So, I uh, just never got the opportunity. Okay, that's cool. Fair enough. Did, did you get a chance to Did you get get a chance to look at that sled, plane uh, or Tom? Yeah, I saw it sitting on the front
3: stretch. It's a lot of stuff has changed, that's for sure. <laughs> uh,
0: so, um, you got uh, the five two five this weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, when, when are you heading out there, and uh, what's the uh, what's the schedule uh, for uh, for this weekend?
3: Um, I we head out on. Friday. I thought today that they're not opening the pits until 10 o'clock on Friday. So we'll probably leave, uh, mid morning from, um, from Hutch or St. Cloud area. And then I suppose walls will probably leave on Friday morning too. Right, Tom?
2: Yeah. It sounds like they'll head out on Friday, get parked. Uh, and I'll, I'll be heading up Friday afternoon or evening and we'll, uh, be ready for practice. Uh, I think practice is Saturday Saturday morning before the racing and then racing starts, uh, at like nine thirty or so. And we'll be out there shortly after that. And kind of the same thing on Sunday as well. Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, are they allowing spectators at, uh, at that race this weekend?
2: Yeah. As far as I know, they're allowing spectators. They've been doing a lot with, uh, handing out tickets and doing giveaways and, uh, doing a lot of charity, items um you know that whole that whole event is based on uh you know, charitable donations and you know providing for the charities and making a show yeah good for for charitable Excellent. partners and spectators and everything like that it's it's a it's a fantastic spectator venue
0: yeah uh so what's the schedule there uh for people listening uh and they want to uh, go check out that race uh, uh do you know roughly what the schedule is uh for saturday and sunday and uh, is it, uh, are, are they just having snowmobiles? Or is there any uh, uh, bikes or or UTVs or anything like that uh, going on there this weekend?
2: I believe for the most part, it's just uh, the typical uh, USSA snowmobile classes. So you'll have the uh, junior classes and the F500s and, and Pro ProLite and the Champs out there and the Outlaws um, and some of the other classes as well. And typically there's racing from... until about 4 or so, and the champs kind of run throughout the day. We run three rounds and then a final, uh, which is usually the last race of the day, a 15 lap final. Um, And then kind of the same thing on Sunday. And I believe one of the days, sometimes it feels like they typically have four-wheelers and or bikes. Um, I'm just not quite sure if they're going to have that this year or not, Um, but as far as I know, they, they potentially might.
0: Yeah. Um uh so uh what uh, what what classes are you both are you both running the two classes the F3 and uh and Champ uh, this this weekend both of you?
2: I'll be running the Champ and for sure the F3. Um those are kind of two typical ones.
0: Blaine, what uh, you're you're running the Champ? Yep,
3: Champ. Um I believe our F3 is ready to make its debut this weekend. We'll we'll have to see oh, if he actually is so yeah we could be an interesting weekend
0: yeah excellent excellent uh so i so uh so tom you got something for uh, for blaine this weekend uh how, how do you like this track
2: i enjoy wasa i've always done done well there um it's kind of it's going to be learning it a new again this year we've had a full season or more than a full year off from being there as they didn't have a race last year well we really kind of missed out on having a race in Wausau but uh, glad to be back this year and we're gonna we were fast there a couple years ago when we were there and hope that we'll be fast again and definitely gonna hope for the best
0: yeah normally we would have uh we having the Velcourt race coming up uh in the next uh couple of weeks so uh, we're gonna miss you that you guys this year uh uh the, i mean the poor the poor uh, oval racers up here in canada i don't think they're gonna have any races this year so uh yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna own the canadians next year for sure they're gonna be out of, they're gonna be out of practice so <laughs> um uh, hal you got the, any more uh questions for uh for the boys uh just kind of wrapping up i guess uh Blaine, just kind of when i
1: was watching you on sunday uh um, you know, on the live stream, uh, which I'm just going to give a shout out to flow racing for putting that on. Cause that was uh, great, especially for us with the border closed. Uh, you know, none of us could head down there and uh, Gordon, I had been, in, we had been invited down um, for the race this, this, uh, this winter, but uh, so it was a good shout out for that. But I was just, you know, when I was seeing you coming out of, uh, well, going into corner three and four, um, what was going through your head? I mean, uh, four in a row. I mean, only PJ had four, but I mean, uh, to get four in a row, that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's really unheard of. So, uh, well, what were you thinking? And, uh, and how did you guys celebrate that night after? Or did you just pack her up and head her home?
3: Yeah, no, we, well, David sits in the, he sits in turn three so you just got to make sure that you look good in that corner because he'll let you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was just, just hoping to hold on to it and, you know, being as patient as I could the last, uh, last three, four laps with the sled and didn't want to do anything stupid. So um, just hold on to it and make sure that it was going to go around the corner and, and all that kind of stuff. And it, it kind of a big sigh of relief coming out of turn four at that point. Um, and then, yeah, we, we celebrate every year. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to do in Eagle river and, and we use the resources they provide. So, uh, um, yeah, we, we celebrate accordingly. <laughs> Great.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom, um, let, let, let's, let's talk to, to, you know, to, to wrap up here. Let's talk about your race. Uh, so you came from behind and, um, you went through the pack pretty consistently, Um, where you watch it, could, could you see where Blaine was and, uh, and Gunner at the time, uh, through, through the, through the race? Could you, uh, kind of judge yourself, uh, if you were catching?
2: Um, you know, for the most part, it was pretty hard to see. We, it seemed like we started to get a little bit of precipitation about halfway through the race. So it was, it was pretty hard to see even sleds that were a few sled links in front of you. Um, but, uh, you know, I just kind of really just focused on whatever the sled was in front of me and how, how I was going to pass the most efficiently and just trying to get to, you know, the front of the pack, really not knowing what the front of the pack was, you know, throughout the race, just, you know, going as fast as you can and just trying to get faster and faster throughout the race, if at all possible and pass as many people as possible. Uh, kind of when you get halfway through the race or what you think is towards the end, it's just kind of just trying to hit your points in the corners and make sure that nobody else passes yet. to uh, hope for the best finish in the end.
0: Yeah. Could you tell what position you were at all uh, through the race?
2: Um, I kind of could guess just based on the people I was passing, but, uh, you know, for me, it's it, it's hard to tell exactly where you're at once you get that far along in the race you just don't know who's who's the leader you don't know who's in what place um you just kind of gotta take a guess and guessing based on who it was or if you had passed them yet or not you could kind of guess what position you're in i kind of had a feeling that getting to matt he was in second or third place um and then same thing with gunner and then that was kind of gunner being the last guy to could get by um, just kind of figured out whatever I ended up about second or so.
0: Yeah. 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 It looked like you guys were uh, wiping your shields at every opportunity going down the, uh, going down the straightaways. So, um, okay. Yeah. We can, we can, uh, we can wrap it up, but uh, let's, uh, let's talk about your sponsors this year. Uh, uh, do you both share the same sponsors or, uh, Blaine, you want to go first? And then, uh, Tom, you can uh, mention your sponsors and, uh, and your crew? Yeah,
3: we we mainly have the same sponsors too, so it's we're we're quite the package deal for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we you know we got to really thank Wall Brothers Racing, um, everybody that's a part of it. There's you know the you guys have been there. The the family aspect of it and and how nice and accommodating they are. It doesn't doesn't matter who you are. They're they're you're getting parts from them and they're helpful and. And uh, just the whole nine yards. So and it's cool. They're, they're celebrating forty years of Wall Brothers racing, so forty years of fast and um just a great tradition that they've got going up there. So uh and, you know, it starts with Dave and Durmont. Dustin always coming coming to the track is a huge, huge help. Um, you know, he does a lot of the work on Tom Sled, but he's he, he can really set you up mentally and and I, I feel like he does that for me. Um, and then Jeff, Terry, Jordan, all working in the shop. Um, Brandon Johnson does a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on the business side and the technical. You know, taking phone calls. Mary does a lot over there too. So we appreciate all the work that they do. Um, we were talking about Polaris and Walker Evans earlier. Can't thank those guys enough. Um, FXR Racing for keeping us looking good. Uh, PowerMat Handguard's been a, been a partner of mine here for quite a few years. Woody's Traction. Um, this is actually the first year that I've been sponsored by Woody's Traction um, in quite some time. So excited to represent them and uh, Two Extreme Designs for doing our hoods and um, Trackside Performance. Greg Atkinson is you know he's doing such a great job. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of sleds out there with Trackside pipes and heads and stuff. So, um, but we really appreciate the work that Greg does.
0: Yeah, Tom. You got uh, got the sponsors. How about your crew?
2: Yeah, I think Blaine did a pretty good job with everybody. Uh, Definitely with Dave and Dustin um, being my primary help. Um, And then Jeremy um, Wall also comes along with us and does a lot of work on the sleds because Dave and Dustin are pretty busy individuals when it comes to being at the track and just uh, helping others outside of Blaine and I as well. So I can't thank jeremy enough at being at the track with dave and dustin he he does a lot for uh, my sled and keeping it going at the end of the day
0: yeah and uh you got a crew uh crew members uh, uh additional crew members
2: yeah mainly it's just dave and dustin my dad don and uh jeremy that's that's kind of the crew at the track they they get her done each and every weekend
0: good health you want to wrap it up and uh... Anything? Uh, yeah. you want to wrap up
1: there? Why don't we just talk about the uh, the rest of the season after Wausau? What's uh, what's on tap for you guys for the, the season this year
2: Where's far as events go? I think, uh, yeah, I think USSA and Eagle River are planning another race in February. And uh, I think kind of outside of that, there's uh, some other uh, smaller sanctioned race going on in different parts uh wisconsin and minnesota and michigan and I think it's just kind of at the discretion of the race team what uh what other events we go to i know blaine might have some other ideas too and i'll probably follow along with some of that stuff as as i'm able to okay
0: yeah
2: cool
0: all right well well let's uh hell hell let's hope that they uh they open the border and uh we can uh come across and uh and watch some of these races because uh I'm telling you, I I don't know if it's costing me more money uh, with all these streaming packages uh, for motorcycles and uh, motocross and snowmobiles. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting sick of uh, sitting in front of the TV. So I need to get out and uh, and watch some of these races. So I hope, uh, uh, Blaine and Tom, I hope uh, we can uh, come down and and, and watch some of the races this year. And uh, in the meantime, uh, wish you luck uh, the rest of the year. And uh, uh Tom let let let's let, let's see if uh, you can you can grab one off him off the off the uh, the other guy this year, eh?
2: Yeah, for sure. That'd be that'd be the goal <laughs> and we definitely definitely miss not having you all down here and us being able to come up there and I'll For me personally, really miss the the Valcourt miss the Valcourt race in Eganville and that whole eastern trip, I would call it. We we really miss that. That's some of our, our Favorite races during the season. We I like those big tracks and being able to get that speed and they're a little more technical on top of it too. And the people are just fantastic at those locations as well. So really miss the uh, the communities the, and reacting with them and you know being out in the public with those very very nice people.
0: Yeah, well I know they miss you guys too. Uh, all, all the racers, the snowcross racers, the uh... Uh, the the oval racers and, uh, and and all of you I know uh, uh, you know the promoters tried really hard this year and uh, it just wasn't to be this year up in up uh, in Canada so uh, let's uh, let's all hope uh, for next year and or the, the remaining of the year this year but uh, uh, wish you guys all luck the, the rest of the year have a good uh, safe uh, safe racing season and uh, uh, Blaine I hope to talk to you uh, this year or uh, make another annual call for. Uh, for uh, five times maybe next year
3: sounds like a plan to me we appreciate uh you yeah, guys yeah. uh taking us on and and uh look forward to well, yeah like tom said we look forward to getting back across the border too
0: yeah, yeah. okay you guys uh take care you guys take care Hal uh, have a good uh have a good uh week and uh, weekend and uh hopefully uh, you'll get your sled pretty soon and uh we can get out and uh, do some trail riding at least sounds good yeah thanks a lot guys and stay safe Thanks, you You too. too. Take care, guys. Thanks.